That's, that's so. Hadden! That's the jingle. Welcome to the That's So Hadden podcast. Oh, yeah, boy. Gonna get on the fuck train, baby. All the way to Hadden Town, and the train is leaving the station. Thanks for that, Will. And we are about to start episode three of That's So Hadden, which has been brought to you by Collie Poo Poo Productions. Um, Will, have you heard of the podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno? No, but it sounds intrigued. I'm intrigued. Okay, basically, it's a podcast brought to you, uh, well, brought to, brought to us. A by, um Yeah, you could say that, a podcast. Um, Jamie Morton, and by Jamie Morton and his friends James Cooper and Alice Levine. Now, Jamie's dad wrote a porno. Yes, and wow. it is Rocky Flintstone, the great Rocky Flintstone. And basically, they read out each episode a chapter from Jamie's dad's porno. <laughs> and this Rocky Flintstone is a man who doesn't quite understand the female anatomy. Like, he thinks that grabbing someone by the cervix is sexy. <laughs> and not because he's a creep, although. Perhaps that's debatable, <laughs> but he—I don't think he just understand. I don't think he understands where the cervix is at all. He also likens someone's breasts to pomegranates. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you, you kind of get the gist. Um, but this is a great podcast. It's one of the most downloaded podcasts um, of the last couple of years. So we thought we'd do a bit of an homage to it. Okay. Um, and we've all written you uh, an erotic story for you oh, to read out. Oh no <laughs> way! Yep. Oh, and they all feature you. They all feature me. Yes. Done. Deal done. Right. <laughs> now, what we're going to do is uh, you're going to read out all of them. And then at the end of it, you're going to decide which your favourite is. And whoever that is will have to write a sequel for you. Oh, brilliant. For the next one. All right. Can I do it in certain in different accents or do I have to do it in uh, I mean, you you can. Yes. But they're like, insert, I don't know about you guys. Mine's got some characters, so you can do okay. different All right, okay. to the characters. Who do you want who, to read first, Will? I reckon I'll read Joe's because he's closest okay. to me. Go but, on then. But first, we're also going to give this out to the listener. So on our Twitter page, which will be at... That's Haddon. Um, and we will ask you what your favourite story is, listener. And um, if that is a different podcast than what Will chose that podcast will also get a sequel and it, we will all laugh at the person who didn't get selected and who had a terrible story just a terrible story with no <laughs> merit whatsoever um, so yeah please please tweet us and um, I think we should get on with the first story okay so Will um, I've actually got three short stories for you the oh, first wow. one is Pretty called hell. Kill Will the second one is called Brian of Tarth <laughs> and the third one is called The Makarov Scheme alright so <laughs> right, you ready, guys? Kill Will by Joe Man. Kill Will at Will Haddon was wearing tight yellow lycra when I met him. The curves of his figure were pronounced by the blemishes on his skin and were gloshed over by the playful material. Anon, the scars of former lovers that were mere tales proclaimed from the inns and tamaged taffeta, the inns and taverns of Chesham. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, carry on, carry on. But they're still there, and when they are exposed by the one with the bright amber eyes, 
Thy screams are revealed <laughs> on a silent day when thy pleasure slaves of Downley in the Civil War were <laughs> not abused. He, hang on, hang on. Just say that sentence again. <laughs> on a silent day when thy pleasure slaves of Downley in the Civil War are not abused, he, his yelps can be heard. In fact, one feeble, spotty little subject of Downley who wasn't able to harvest his honey from the highs due to his pathetic wail. What? <laughs> <laughs> I am so no. confused. There was something about the fragility of the yell. Hey, hey, hey. It wasn't. There was something about the fragility of the yelp that appealed to the beekeeper. However, he decided to investigate. Full stop. Investigate! <laughs> Is that wow. the first story? That was yeah. the first story. I don't get it. Oh, that... <laughs> I don't get it. Joe, what was it actually about? And what inspired you to write that, st- that micro story? What <laughs> civil war are you referring to, Joe? <laughs> okay, so that, that was an input from Connor because it was a reference to your, your mention of civil war in the first episode. Oh, um, the Downey civil war, yeah. <laughs> but basically what it was was... There's been residents in Downley that have complained about your yelping. <laughs> what? Yeah, I do. I don't know, man. <laughs> I will just, it's just like... Yelping? In fairness, in the first episode, Will did say there was like a wailing ghost of Downley from the Civil War. Maybe they just think it's Will. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I think that's probably what you mean. Oh, do you know what? Okay, so that's the first erotic short story. Uh, are you, what did you think of it, Will? Are you guys turned on yet? Because I'm turned on. <laughs> I'm feeling that. All right, next one. Of tar. Just to let you guys know, Will's here now in the studio with bright yellow lycra, and he looks great. Oh, it's fantastic. All right, sorry, next one. Brienne of Tarth. No one feels that way. Silly Willy. No one feels that way. Everyone likes Cersei, but why do I like Brienne of Tarth? Silly Willy. She looks like a man. Her dazzling armour, or her neat blonde hair, isn't what I adore about her, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, what? Her, so Repeat that sentence. <laughs> her dazzling armor, or her neat blonde hair, isn't what I adore about her, but her loyalty, her need to be true. Something I don't, th- something I don't think I can show at uni. <laughs> I relentlessly best my uncooked meat until I, I reach a climax that is only the true representation of my love for Brian of Tarth. I scratch an image into my side wall until my fingers bleed because I know she will protect me. Silly Willy. <laughs> she isn't real, but I love her. Wow. Wait, oh, who is Brienne of Tar? Game of Thrones character. She's like, she, her character's like a woman, but she was trained as a knight and she's like built like a man. Is it Natalie Dormer? No, 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 no. It's like, oh, oh. sorry, the next one. Okay, this is going to think this is going to be Wait, good. hang on. Let, let's have a little bit of a talk oh, about that. A bit of a talk. Um, so, Joe, what inspired you to write that story? So, Will and I, we, we really hit off about anything Game of Thrones related. And I just thought there could be a conflict inside Will's head about <laughs> everyone, you know, loves the, the standard women of Game of Thrones. But Will's different. So, I thought, yeah, I think you do like Brienne of Tarth, mate. She's a pretty sound character, Joe. Yeah. I, I think... I'm actually at a loss for words. <laughs> I can't believe that you would that okay, that came out of your head. It was quite good, wasn't it? I can picture you like three in the morning, just like typing away at your phone. Like, yes. I, I, it was actually whilst watching uh, the Indian Premier League cricket on my sofa last night, uh, oh. about twelve one o'clock. Was it all those 
balls being whacked by bats that, <laughs> that got you in the mood to write something you can't show at uni. It always does. <laughs> something you can't show at uni. Yeah. Like, right, okay. That's a great line. The next one is called the Makarov Scheme, which if you, if this is a shameless endorsement. Ollie is in a band called the Macro Scheme. They're very good. Go and check them out. They're on Facebook. They're on Spotify. Are you on Spotify? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're on Spotify. Fun. You're also on iTunes, am I correct? Yeah. Bandcamp. Right. Bandcamp. It's a very good. Ollie is a very talented bloke. But anyway, back to the erotic story. Macro Scheme. I arrive at the venue, boldly modelling my flannel shirt with a life is bullshit attitude. Normally I am put together, pint drinking, bird loving geese. But tonight I play the guitar and ponder the meaning of life over a joint. I'm at a Makarov scheme gig. Whilst the guys are jamming on stage, I ruthlessly scan the premises for any barely overage angsty teen to test my mattress with me. Barely overage. I've never heard the phrase overage before. <laughs> Have you? Like, I know underage. I know this what is you this, mean. This but overage is just a very weird phrase. This is also a disclaimer. I have never. I've been to one <laughs> Makarov scheme gig since I've known Oliver, and Joe has been to like most of them. So this story. You, you, okay. All right. Wait, hang on. Was Joe at the gig that you went to? This is no, just God, because I can't remember. It was so, ages ago. so Joe's not even writing from experience. This is a, this is complete fantasy. Oh my God. All right. So anyway. All right. Sorry. So. To test my mattress with me. Target's quiet. Her hair, her hair was blue. Printed, her printed T-shirt displayed a hardcore album that I will never listen to. <laughs> I could hear the antidepressants shaking around in her handbag. <laughs> now I just need to recall the time I rode a skateboard in the streets of Chesham and Dingo. She'll be back in my dungeon. I approached her, I approached her impressed by her cracking rack. And stared deep into the pupils of her endless first world problems and <laughs> uncertainty that she's that. Come on, man, keep it going. And uncertainty and knew well that we were going home together. Hastily, I snatched her from the venue back to my quarters before she latched onto me, onto my disguise. I ripped off her clothes with my huge biceps, leaving her sexy and exposed. She incorporated peeling away my layers. No, like, she reciprocated. She reciprocated, incorporated. <laughs> made my layers like a kinky onion, only to display... <laughs> say, say, say that, that again. Start that sentence again. She reciprocated peeling away my layers like a kinky onion, only to, be dis- only to display evident disappointment. Where the Little Woody Jukes back, I realised that it was because of my lack of lavish piercings or garnish tattoos. I'm way too middle class for that. She's never been to Suffolk. I ask her if she wants to honour my my honour the honour of having my shaft in her mouth, which she declines. So I banish her from my palace. I'm sticking to rugby. <laughs> that's amazing. Joe, that's incredible. <laughs> that's so amazing. Joe, that's so deep. Right. There was a lot of societal uh, commentary there. That was that was actually really well written. Like, oh, thanks. That was that. actually really well written. The first world problems. There was. Let's let's have a bit of literary analysis in this. Mm. So the first world problems, the antidepressants for a young teenage girl, which arguably a lot of people need, mm. but then there is also an influx of over prescriptions of those. So actually, mm. that was quite an interesting comment there. Mm-hmm. Um, Will. Taking someone back to his dungeon. Or palace, I can't quite put my finger yeah, on. Yeah, his, his palace as well. Um, mm. What inspired you to write that story, Joe? Well, the, the thing is, Will... Um, socially, Will is fits in certain social situations. And I thought, what about Will at a Makarov scheme? A big guy in a room full of small people. 
And uh, small people, both psychologically and physically. <laughs> oh my days! Just a completely different world for Will. But I thought Will would still try and pick up girls. Like, of course he would. Like that—that's in Will's genetics. So I just thought, what would play out in his mind at one of these gigs? Um, and yeah, it, it just everything gelled from there. The IPL was on. It was just—it was great. Good night. And what's the relevance of the the macro scheme other than a shameless plug? Well, I I was going to veer down um, Will going a bit homoerotic uh, for Graham and Ollie. Um, as, as they strum away on their guitars. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, but I don't know. I just thought I thought Will's prowling demeanour just had to be written about. It's something that hasn't uh, been, you know, spoke about in literature before, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Will Haddon hasn't really been the subject of many, many novels. Which is the biggest crime of the yeah. of the modern day. That's probably why the novel's dying. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, so, what was your favourite one of those three? I think the Macrob scheme. Yeah. Was my favourite. The first one. Don't know no, I didn't understand a word. Yeah. The second one was, you know, it was okay. But then the third one was, you know. I, the reason why it cracked me up is th- th- looking into eyes at endless first world problems. I couldn't, I just think this is so true. So that, the last one was brilliant. I'm going to give man. you that. I'm going to give you that. Right, Oliver, let me have a crack at yours. All right. Well, first of all, we'll, I think we'll have a quick ad break. All right. Um, and we'll be back with Ollie's story after this. Good. Oh, fuck me. Hi, this is Ollie. You can listen to my debut album, Heavy Thought, on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and lots of other music websites. Just type in Ollie Davy, Heavy Thought. This, uh, this, this, this podcast is brought to you by my hot tub, where most of the magic of our podcasts are recorded. Uh, swing by if you want to come in, and uh, yeah, thank you. Welcome back to That So Haddon Sex Edition. Um, no, it's addiction. Yes, yeah, well, for one of us, yes. Um, no, it's not. February when we're recording this, it's not Valentine's Day. We just thought we'd pay a bit of an homage to the great podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno by writing some erotic stories for Will about Will. So, Will, who's you going to read next? I'm going to read Ollie's, which I'm actually quite scared about. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to. Mine's more of an, yeah, an erotic extract from an, an erotic novel. Oh, like... okay, so it's not imaginative. Uh, unoriginal oh, fuck. Oh. No, 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 what do you mean? It's not imaginative. Oh, no, did you write it yourself? Of course I did. Oh, no, he just made it, it's like taken as an extra. Oh, I take okay. that back, Ollie. You've hurt me, Will. <laughs> oh. So mine is from the perspective of the woman. Ooh. So they're describing their sexual experience with you. Oh, my days. So, yeah, uh, so it's from her perspective, so it's first person. Okay, And right. it's in the present tense, so... Whenever you're ready, here you go, buddy. And it's, yeah. All right. All right, get ready. What's it called? Gen- ladies and gentlemen. It's un- 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 untitled. Untitled? Mm. I'm going to call it that. All right, ready? Moisture. A bead of sweat rolls down my guilty face as I watch him approach the metal pole I'm strapped to. She's... <laughs> Will, remember you're a girl saying this. Did you really talk about that? Gee whiz, I mutter. For the ropes that restrain me are tighter than my pussy. <laughs> I am so ready. He is close to me now and he begins caressing my inner thigh with his hand and wipes the sweat off my face with his left. He licks my, f- <laughs> he licks my neck like a lizard and gently unties my right hand. 
I want to grab his giant molecule. <laughs> 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 molecular. Molecular. <laughs> I just had to show someone molecular structure, but I know I should wait. I look down and see his big throbbing hand-sized John Thomas. <laughs> John Thomas. His big, his big hand-sized John Thomas. It is, it is erect. It is as erect as a meerkat who was just spotted the Tasty Feast. <laughs> There is only one tasty feast I'm interested in tonight. Why is she going to Nando's? <laughs> My other hand is untied and I jump on him as like a finch ready to suckle. <laughs> he grabs my waist and takes me to the mattress in the corner. It's not long before I'm riding his manion like a pogo stick. <laughs> After a few minutes, he flips me over and penetrates me from above. I'm close to orgasm. Suddenly I hear his voice whisper, Oh shit. <laughs> then I moan. He stops moving and mutters in my ear. I'm sorry, Gladys, but I came. Gladys! I'm sorry, Gladys, but I came. I am disappointed. This is the ninth time this has happened to me this week. See? Gladys! Gladys! Oh, oh, God. That is, um, oh, uh, Ollie, wait, was I that can't... familiar? Is that, that, that familiar? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know, do you know, <laughs> that is, it, I, what? He's <laughs> speechless. That is such, oh, my days. Right, that's, sorry, Joe. Oh, oh. That oh. takes the cake. Yeah, that was very good. Wow. Ollie, so, I liked it because there was a bit of character development in there, mate. Mm. <laughs> Are you yeah. saying Joe had no character development whatsoever? Well, for his first one was Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't go that far. I, Ollie, no, I, I, I commend you. That that was fantastic. Oh, that, that, do you have one, Connor? Oh, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, we're going to read that after the next ad break. Oh, but okay. first, Ollie, what was your inspiration for that story? I just kind of thought, hmm. well... I knew that we were doing this, and I thought I'd take it from a different from a different uh, uh, perspective. Mm. So I took it from the, the woman's perspective and thought what she'd be experiencing uh, during a sexual con- conquest with Will Haddon himself. Mm. I put myself in her shoes, not not literally. So I I didn't sleep with Will yet, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of I used my imagination quite a lot and just kind of thought. Well, I guess I had to. But <laughs> yeah. But, did, you, um, did you have to do much research for it? So you say you didn't sleep with Will, but no. did, you, did you dress up as a woman and pleasure yourself? Not quite. <laughs> but you, you Maybe speak about his huge molecular structure. Yeah. I do, yeah. Well, I mean, how did you know? Yeah, well, have, you, have you got like a, a folder at home called That So Hadden with just loads of photos of Will's body? Uh, how did you know? <laughs> I may or may not have seen this folder. Do so you like laminate the pictures and like ring bind them in like a little flowery folder? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I just kind of put myself in my room for a bit and just had a, a good think. Good wank. A good wank. <laughs> I can't believe. No. This. Ladies and gentlemen, these are these are like three of my best friends, and they're making me do this on a podcast. <laughs> And don't worry, we will send the link to everyone on your contact list. Oh, do you know what? I think I might as well. This is, this is, this is comedy gold. This is gonna, this is gonna propel me to stardom. I'm gonna be the next episode of Wolf Hall after this. <laughs> the next episode of Wolf Hall. The next season of Wolf Hall. What? Because it's it, gonna be that so hadn't the because of this the TV show. Yeah. 
Right, who's next? Uh, well, we'll take an ad break and then we will be back with the final story of today's episode. Right. Hi, this is Joe, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just a quick shout out to my art account, Joe Mannion Art. I'm an animation student, and if you're interested in that, follow me at Joe Mannion Art. No caps, no spaces. Lots of love. Goodbye. And where do you find this account, Joe? You find it on Instagram. This podcast is brought to you by Collie Poo Poo Productions. Would you like to see some of the best and worst toilets around the world? All you have to do is follow Collie Poo Poo on Instagram and be part of the amazing journey of two bros with boisterous bowels. And you can look inside some of the worst and best bowls of the universe. Welcome back to That So Hadn't. And we're going to finish off with uh, the final story about Will. Will, what's it called? The Curious Case of the Little Woolly. No, it's not. that's not what it's called. <laughs> that's just not what it's called. The Curious Case of Little Willy. Oh, not the little Willie. Oh, little Willie. Oh no, left out a whole the. Yeah, well, exactly. It's important. The curious case of the little Willie. No, of little Willie. There's no that. <laughs> this is there has been some confusion. I did not have sexual relations with this woman. This is the curious case. There's Bill Clinton quote. Okay. <laughs> the curious case. The curious case of little Willie. And this story is by me. So, let's see what Will thinks. I'm gonna play some uh, some Cordy for you. Oh, yeah? Give me some noir music, Oliver. Give me something that like a detective noir film. Oh, the curious case of Little Willie. Out, then in, then out again. He didn't want to whiz off too recklessly. Little Willie pulled out of his drive. He was on his way to his GP. Because it just happened. <laughs> because it just didn't make sense. What had happened to him? What used to be Big Willie was now Little Willie. And we all know that Little Willie is the least viewed section on Pornhub. <laughs> After the usual night's romance with a sock, Big Willie had stared up at his now st- sticky ceiling and smiled. What a lovely way to treat myself after a hard day's ardy-do-day-dying. <laughs> ardy-do-da-daying. With my best pals in my hot tub. <laughs> he thought out loud. And that's not the only thing, thing loud that happens in this story. Oi oi. Yet, as little Willie woke up and took his daily mirror session... When he looked at himself and measured everything for at least an hour and four minutes, he noticed that he'd shrunk about 20 centimetres. What in the bloody burling has happened to his habit of <laughs> habitually grand brackets, mediocre, left, length, <laughs> There was no time to lose. After all, Little Willie had three dates scheduled that afternoon before an evening of a few cheeky gallons at the Red Squirrel with a nine (laughs) with a few (laughs) with nine and a half more dates Little Willie booked an appointment with his GP and set off to get his poppycock a proper seeing to (laughs) it didn't take him long to come about 30 seconds to be exact as his GP surgery was only down the road (laughs) This was probably because 
I quote, there is nothing to do in Chesham <laughs> except little big Willie Han and then totally by coincidence and not at all related trips to the GP perhaps little Willie burst through the doors of the surgery or he would have if it were big Willie <laughs> however his usual tactical entering would not work because of his recent reduction and his humping on the door didn't, didn't result in anything at all. After his manhood had failed him once again, little Willie had to use his hands and that was always a disappointment to all involved. <laughs> the door slowly creaked open, echoing around the silent and empty waiting room. There was no one around. Little Willie rushed over to the reception desk and pressed on his bell to try and get the attention of anyone who would have been hiding in the shadows. This worked, and one of the doctor's doors opened, revealing an attractive young woman in a tight and some might say kinky nurse's outfit. Mr. Haddon, I presume? she asked, looking right at him and smiling. Yes, that's me, said Little Willie, and he moved from the desk, past the woman and into the room with her. She shut the door. So what seems to be the problem? The lady sat down on the chair opposite Little Willie and slowly opened her legs, exposing the soft outline of her pussy. <laughs> I, I, um, I... Willie struggled to answer her as his eyes went deeper and deeper inside of her. He, only, he's also, he also struggled to answer because Little Willie had become Big Willie again. <laughs> After some time, Big Willie found the balls to say, I think my problem's gone away. Thanks to you. <laughs> and how are you going to thank me? She asked, with a filthy glint in the, brow of, in the brown of her eyes. Well, said Big Willie. <laughs> Girl, are you the German army in 1944? Because <laughs> you started the Battle of My Bulge. I don't know much about history, but I do know quite a bit about gardening. <laughs> So Big Willie planted his seed in the Garden of Eden. Oh! <laughs> Shut down! Nice one. <laughs> oh my days. Do you know what, guys? Connor, Joe, yours were brilliant. Thanks, mate. Yours were really good, but Connor, mate, that just takes the cake. You thought about that. That was a week's worth of planning. <laughs> that was long, man. That was a long, long, long story. It worked, though. Oh, Oh, you know what? I'm. <laughs> How did you know this was this happened to me? Well, um, I have cameras set up in your room. <laughs> <laughs> Both you and at home. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sweet, oh, sweet, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> well, what was your inspiration for this? Well, I don't know. I just thought uh, I kind of had a dream about Little Willie. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I thought the in-out thing was a good way to start. Oh, my God. but like I started writing, and I know Ollie, you said it was quite long, but I I got to um, the doctor's surgery, and I realised there was no sex yet. I mean, yeah, there was loads of innuendo, but there wasn't actually any sex. <laughs> and to be honest, even by the end, there's not that much sex. But I think the innuendos are kind of there's nice worth contrast because then mine was all sex. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> Joe's was just exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> But I kind of had an idea that maybe I would make it about you having an erection and not realizing that your penis reduces size when you have, and when you don't have an erection anymore. But then I thought, actually, 
if you're having these mirror sessions where you're gazing at your penis and measuring your penis, then you would you would know. That would be a contradiction. That oh, was that what he was looking at, his penis? Well, no, everything. So okay. his, but his penis is included in everything. So. Oh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. That was a story and a half. Oh, Round of applause for Colin Howlett. Thank you. So, um, do I need to do a sequel then? A sequel? I want, I want a whole sodding novel, mate. <laughs> <laughs> a collection. I want a collection of short stories about Big Willie and Little Willie. Oh, gosh. Welcome to our cafe. Okay. Decent yeah. deal? All right. Right, Connor Howlett, next one's coming up. If you think differently, then tweet us at That's Haddon on Twitter and let us know if you think Joe's or Ollie's deserve a sequel. And, Hashtag uh, Team Ollie. If you do, then, <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll laugh at Joe because... Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- thanks um, very much to... My dad wrote a porno as well and you can actually read the erotic novels of Rocky Flintstone. They're, they're on the Kindle store. Very cheap. Belinda Blinked and Belinda Blinked 2. Great. Um, so <laughs> I recommend giving them a listen. And Belinda uh, Blinked and she had chlamydia. Well, that's kind of what happens, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just spoiled the whole, whole number. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite, but she blinks a lot, yeah. Oh, my days. Yeah. Pink um, eye. Oh. Well, not, not, not yet, but it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. So, yeah, just search My Dad Wrote a Porno on iTunes, you can, um, or any podcast provider, and you can subscribe to that. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed today. And, Will, what is your chat-up line of today's episode? Uh, we can't finish without bum, that. Bum, 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 Girl, are you a Protestant during Queen Mary's time? Because you're on fire. Oh! <laughs> damn. It's good. That was good. Well, um, <laughs> up as well. Wow. Well. And what's your piece of advice for someone who's looking for love? Do you know what, guys? If, if, if in doubt... Write her one of these erotic novels, <laughs> slide it underneath her door, should be all yours by the evening. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. I do like that. Do you remember we got, um, no, I, well, I say we, you weren't involved in this. Um, I, got, I got a friend um, a personalised erotic novel when we were very, very young. And it, you basically change it so the main characters are his name. Should and... we try and get hold of it? <clears throat> oh, we should, yeah. I was tempted to do that for you for your birthday, for your 18th, but I thought, yeah. actually, I... 19th. Yeah. Well, no, it was this for your 18th. Oh, it was for my... You were 18 once, Will. Oh, you yeah, I was like 18 once, back yeah. in the day. Wow. Yeah. But um, it's a, I think it's called Five Star Novels or something like that. Mm. It's not a five-star novel, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, I've been Connor Howlett. I've been Will Haddon. I've been Joe Mannion, regrettably, because I wish I was Ollie Davey. Ooh. And I've been Hot Ollie Davey. <laughs> Thanks for listening, <laughs> and Thanks, see you soon. Or listen to us soon, please. Beep, beep. Uh, we forgot to mention something quite important before on the podcast um, that we wanted to address. Will, we did all the work this week, so we all kind of wanted to set you a challenge for the next podcast. Um, we'd quite like you to write your own erotic short story or okay. piece right. of fiction, um, not, not real life, please, uh, about um, our sexual experiences. So, me, Joe, and Ollie. But all three of you? Um, yes, I think that would be fair. Or you could do what Joe did and like do real micro-fiction okay. and then right. for I'll, one I'll, each. I'll, I'll, I think I might do um, the first one. I might write one for you. All right. Yeah. But, uh, so, you, so you'll be up for that? Yeah. And then, you, and then we can read that out on the next show. Perfect. All right, decent. All right. Well, thanks. Ba-ba, ba-da-ba-ba, da 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 da